All right. We are live with Natalie Setune. Hello. Hello. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. The founder, author, creator of Insolment. So excited. Thank you. We have some epic visuals to share with the audience as we as we chat. Yeah, these are really good visuals. Yeah, thank you. Super looking forward to sharing these. Thank you. Wow. Nice. Mm. So let's start things off by exploring how did your journey lead here? Mm. A curious girl. A curious girl that uh, every answer she received was only a partial perspective about her true knowing. Talking about a very young girl, five years old, six years old, maybe eight. Every answer, every perspective, every discipline, every encounter, just a partial answer. And I said, okay, well, I, I don't know why Facebook came, but uh, if there is no platform that can allow this young gentleman at the university in the dorms, then he created it, right? To be able to chat and connect with peers, friends, colleagues. So something like this happened to me. Uh, I'm a curious girl, uh, both a girl and an old wise woman. And I'm, uh, I went through many, many teachings and uh, understandings, but each one of the teachings and the teachers and the disciplines and the perspectives gave me only this light, this light. Yes. So think about an elephant. These, these were amazing talking about the tusks. These were amazing talking about the ears the eyes, the, the social structures of elephants, amazing perspectives, but nobody really uh, can give you a true understanding of what an elephant is. And this is how Insolman journey started. It started from sciences, through psychology, through clairvoyance, energy work, communication with extraterrestrial, uh, and then just pure transmission. Uh, so there are many, many stops along the way. And basically what I am is just a vessel for this, for this 360 degree elephant. I'm just mm. in a live transmission. It's not even like the theory or the mathematics or the physics or the psychology of what we will talk about it right now 
it's never stable and it's never this is how it is this is the number one this is number two this is number three everything is alive and everything is becoming all the time so the way we perceive reality and the way we interact with reality and the way we think about reality impacts reality informs it and creates with these new uh new information so all this is alive in me and um from the little girl to the i would say wise woman have always been with me and now it's it's really being a channel a channel for this magnificent absolutely magnificent becoming yeah i feel as though that's what primarily gravitated us is the super curiosity about the nature of reality and also noticing that the answers that we were getting were partial and that in order to come to a holistic answer, we would have to take it on ourselves. Um, and that even though we are in process of creating a map of the territory, which is impossible, um, we're getting as close as we can. The territory is perpetually becoming, um, and we're getting as close as we can and taking into account um, not only math, physics, science, but also spirituality, mysticism, uh, God, infinity, emptiness, void. And so the, yes. yeah, to, to really nail that is uh, a lifelong work of excitement. And uh, that definitely feels like why we're, yeah, gravitated towards each other. And, and you know, not only that we're tr we are trying to articulate the landscape, the way the landscape arises, the way it arises, the mechanism, the process and the structure it arises is also changing. And what we want to decipher is how is it changing while we are deciphering it? Yeah. So there's no theory of everything out there. We're gonna get the mass energy, um, quantum particles, uh, and then that's it. We nailed it. Yeah, we have it. We got it. This is what it is. This is how the universe works. Well, it doesn't. The un because the universe is alive, it's like you and I. It's an alive, excited, wounded, full of potentiality being. So as we are deciphering the landscape, and as we are deciphering, wow, look at this green meadow look at this mountain look at this beautiful stream uh the canyon as we are deciphering the landscape it's actually morphing and changing in front of our eyes so what i actually realized and this really allowed me to become very humble is that it does take a village and it takes a village of reality explorers like you and i and all the people you bring on your show independent out there thinkers not necessarily the the kind of mainstream uh you know vedic um psychologist i mean i actually want the one that are like what what is he talking about these are the really interesting explorers and it takes a village to bring us together and say hey hey tell me what you see 
and what do you see and what do you feel and how does it tie to this and once we actually have a true collective effort to decipher to decode reality this way the same way we're doing let's say with the human genome the same way we're doing with quantum physics with computational science we actually have hundreds of thousands of researchers around the world and billions of dollars really directed toward these fields nobody is really directing energy or concerted effort or consciousness or budgets toward reality exploration what is reality not necessarily what is physics physics is only one aspect the psychology perception the non-dual is just an aspect there's a whole field that nobody's really exploring together as a village and i feel like this is part of my uh my calling in this lifetime Yes, exactly. Potentially across multiple lifetimes, this this is our oh, yeah. Yeah, our blueprint, <laughs> our calling. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, and to to allocate civilizational resources to um, understanding um, who we are and why we're here is um, one of the best things that we can do. Because then, as we realize um, that, influences every single one of our actions into the field. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. So that's great. That's great context and background. Now, um, so, so Natalie, um, let us know here. Um, I would love to begin sharing some of the um, visualizations um, and have you begin um, exp uh, explaining to us what they are and how they t tie into this, um, this, uh, cosmology of reality and consciousness and um and you but you already did a version of of ensoulment um in 2016 is that right the first version yeah 2018 18 was that was the first version that was the first version right okay it was the beginning okay. it was the beginning yes okay and then so 2018 was version one and now this what we're what we're about to share with you guys is version two, which is, um, it's almost fully complete. Um, yes. And, and to be published likely by the end of this year, by the end of 2021. Correct. Yes, okay. correct. Okay, great. And it'll be published, um, it's like an upgrade of version one. Yes. And it oh yeah, it's, it's a one. much deeper and broader and more expanded. Uh, so basically version one, it's interesting, version one, talks about my life journey and it was just the beginning of installment transmission uh, since then uh, i presented the model in different consciousness uh, and reality um, conferences and different venues and then i received many questions that were very potent and they started this kind of ignited me to ask myself this question and start writing the answers to the questions. So installment two, which you're about to see, actually will be published later this year. And most of the images, because I, I see things uh, as images, as mental image pictures, a lot of the information comes to me as pictures. I'm actually also a trained clairvoyant. So um, this channel is very open, you know, in, in this vessel. And this is something I'm, I'm sharing with the viewers and the listeners because 
each one of us actually have many capacities and the more we use a specific capacity, this capacity becomes like an open channel to receive and process information this way, okay? So it happens for me so that the, the, most of the data or most of the information comes as, as visuals. So um, uh, before we, we start with the actual images, I wanna share that um, the word insolment come from the word soul and it's the ongoing process of being and becoming and expressing potentiality to actuality, potentiality to actuality. That's the insolment process. Now, now even the word insolment, it's not my word, it just came to me, okay? There, there's no such word in English. Um, and it's the ongoing becoming. Now, there is, because we are a thread, we are a thread, you are a thread, I'm a thread, each one of our listeners, we are a thread in the soul of the world. So our own potentiality to actuality becoming of our own soul is actually literally weaving the soul of the world as we speak. And the soul of the world is infinite. Actually, a lot of what we're gonna be talking about today is comes, comes from the realms of infinity, though they're very particular, they're very, particular in this, in this, as they are expressed in this dimension, okay? So I'm saying this because the, it's, it's a reality cosmology. Insolment is a reality cosmology of the becoming of the soul of the world. Now, why is it important and who cares? And why is it, uh, it's actually critical. Now, I want to share that I use insolment in my own life, in my own relationship, body, soul uh, development, and also in my clinic. So I have an insolment clinic where I actually test. You know, I receive a transmission. I receive, okay, do this, do that. This is how it looks like. This is, this is the geometry. Then I go and I test it. I test it on my own life experiences, and then on my on the people who are actually coming to see me. Now, this is called an insolment clinic, or insolment counseling, and basically I'm trying to see where can I actually apply this model and how can it actually impact a person's experience of its own reality, either sickness or uh, mental, emotional uh, imbalance and so forth. So actually insolment is not just an idea, it really a very uh, applicable model. And I actually see it as applicable to not only individuals, but relationships and nations and continents. Imagine America living its soul. Imagine Israel living its soul. Imagine Africa living its soul. Truly living and embodying the potentiality, turning it into actuality. Oh my God, this whole world will become an unbelievable experience. So this is like the context, the background context that this is not just a theoretical model. It's actually a very, very relevant and potent uh, perspective that can allow us to insoul, insoul people, insoul nations, insoul ourselves, um, and this installment process is actually the full expression of who we are right now. The full expression of who we are right now. Okay? Um, so, installment started with the field of potentialities. This is how the whole journey started. There's a field, let's call it the source, um, the primordial, it's the field where everything is just 
completely realized and in complete potentiality at the same time. It's the feel of all that is. So that's where the whole, and the feel actually still exists. So it's not like it started there and now we're far away from it. The primordial field exists. From the primordial field, when the first ripples starting to differentiate, just a ripple started to differentiate from that field, all of a sudden an actuality. So you have a potentiality, all of a sudden moves into actuality. That actuality started to turn so-called to the left, so-called to the right, so-called up and down to interact. These interactions between the actualities, the first, first tidal waves, I would call them, they call them Big Bang. I'm, I'm not sure if there's a Big Bang, but there's definitely a first rippling effect or first movement in the field of potentiality. From that primordial, all of a sudden, essences started to arise. And soon I'm going to show the essences and everything, so it will be easier for people to make the, the connection. Um, these essences are the kind of great-grandfather of creation. These are the first, very, very, very first, um, let's say, element that differentiated and stabilized. So I'm talking about light and darkness, love and consciousness, frequency, energy. Okay, so these are pr almost primordial essences. That's, that's began back then, but you can treat them as any other being, okay? So you have the primordial layer, so-called layer, you have the essential layer, and then comes the soulful layer. The soul is the unique combination of essences. So you, Atlas, you're a very unique combination and you need and a unique gradation of essences that had a unique journey. That's the thing. So you're not only a composition of essences, you also had a very, very unique journey. When you turned right and I turned left, our soul further differentiated from each other, okay? So the soul is the accumulation of all the journeys that specifically you have uh, traveled throughout all your journeys since your inception, since your differentiation. So I talk a lot in installment about differentiation and about uh, uh, essences and the soul. Now, after the soul differentiates, right now, your soul is expressed as a unique vessel. So you have your own vessel, this beautiful man that you are, beautiful eye color, beautiful lips, beautiful hair. So these unique, unique expression of who Atlas is, is your unique vessel in this specific reality, okay? So there are multiple realities that you're currently existing in. Right now, you and I are syncing up and talking in this reality. Now, your vessel, I call it in, it, this is the vessel realm. So we have the primordial, the essential, the soul. Then we have the vessel, a soul, in order to actually express or be seen or felt, she has to enter a vessel. And this is the vessel that you're entering into. And now, how is your vessel and your soul and everything evolving? Through particles of experiences, which is the fundamental breakthrough in this model, that this whole universe is made of particles of experiences. These are the God particles. They're not the boson and ozone and, and all the other uh, subatomic particles that now we're building, you know, uh, huge CERN uh, uh, lab. Uh, these are actually, I mean, we can, of course, find more and more information about the physical nature of reality, the, the particular 
vessel of the physicality of reality, but actually the world is made of particles of experience. And this is very profound because once we understand that we're actually emanating all the time particles of experiences and we're actually interacting, our particles of experience are interacting, then this is how the, the whole soul of the world and the whole uh, process keeps going through having experiences. And the reason realities are so critical for these experiences is realities are like little hubs. You know, you create your little own reality in your own little room, in your own little life. And this is like a little hub of development. And then you grow something very unique there through this unique uh, containment of your own reality. And while you are having experiences, your vessel is evolving, your soul is evolving, the essences are evolving, and the whole primordial is actually basking in this amazing pleasure of seeing actuality happening through you. Okay, so that's, that's like the whole cosmology on one in kind of a few minutes. Whoa, love that. Yeah, that's so good. Okay, so I love, I love how um, this kind of goes back also 2,500 years ago. Um, one of my favorite learnings from um, when I was studying last year for the, for the first visual book that I made, High Level Perception, that it was um, Heraclitus and Parmenides with uh, becoming and being. And that, um, and I love how you merge that with the um, potentiality, um, which, which is what many of the mystics say the true nature of reality is, is just infinite, pure potentiality, um, emptiness dancing um, as endless, taking endless shape, name, form. Um, and, and then you have, then that's the actualization, that's the actuality of the potentiality. And so I love your um, being, becoming, um, potentiality, actuality. Um, that's a really good um, foundational um, way for for our for our audience to be able to um, formulate a, a greater metaphysical understanding. And then, because there does seem to be very clearly, um, as you sort of um, pierce more and more into. Um, what is uh, the infinite absolute reality that you notice that um, there, there is, um, you are, you are eternity um, that is watching the dances. Um, you are eternity when participating in the dance. And so there is a, um, there's a, there's a, there's a comfortability with the acknowledgement of something that is um, absolutely immovable. Um, that is also experiencing infinite movement and infinite dance and play. So, so that was really profound. And I loved also how you began to um, break it down on the level of um, just seeing a, what could it be that is so magical at the, not only at what we're seeing as physics describes like a zero point energy or or as um, um, many mystics have called the, the, the most primordial level of, of emptiness. Um, and then all of the crazy um, dance that happens 
um, that is never, that's always changing. Like you said, also, it's always dynamically changing, which then, which then creates what we see here as these shapes, names, forms. And yeah, and I love the beginning of sharing with us those, um, the essences, like you were, like you were saying, and I love how you also called this, this vehicle, the vessel that then is, um, what the particles of experience, uh, end up, you know, you are that infinite intelligence having the experience of, um, your own unique, uh, you know, take on what it all is. And then, um, and that's sort of how, um, as we, we've talked about before, as you migrate between realities and experiences that, um, that we continue on this, um, that's why it really feels like a, a soul angle, if you will, where, um, it feels like, oh, well, maybe it feels like maybe I've done this before, like where I, I come to realities and, I find some signal and then I distill the signal and share that with, with civilization. So, so yeah, so that's a great, is a really great starting point for us. And, um, I feel like, do you feel like it's relevant now to share? Cause it's yeah. Okay, cool. So let's, let's do that. Let's pull that up. Um, let's do this motion. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this for now. So I, mm-hmm. I, I want to share that this the all the materials here are eventually going to be published in the next few months this year. And they're still drafts, so there's still maybe typos here and there and some, you know, things that are still expressing and still becoming. But in basically what we're seeing here is a cosmology. A cosmology is a way to view the cosmos, the cosmos, inner and outer cosmos, okay? Now, like any cosmology, it has some elements in in this cosmology. So we have here, if I'm going from top left uh, and I'm going kind of to the right. So this cosmology basically, uh, let's see, I can see it. I can see part of it. Maybe you can. Yes. So perfect. So the vessel, which is you and I, are really important elements in this cosmology. So you are considered a vessel, I'm considered a vessel. Everything that differentiates that is relatively stable is a vessel. Anything, a thought, a feeling, a memory, a movie, everything is a vessel, okay? And I'm gonna talk about vessels later on. So we have vessels, we have SXPs. SXP is soul particles of experience. Soul particles of experience are these Right now, as you and I are speaking, even our listeners, our viewers, we are all emanating particles of experience. So your qualia or your the quality of your experience is actually emanating and radiating all the time, 24-7, these particles of experiences, okay? And you, the, the content of your SXP and the content of my SXP are always changing based on the quality of your experience. Now, because this is such a profound, profound, dynamic and alive model, these SXPs are are changing infinitesimally, meaning at any given milli, milli, millisecond, they're changing all the time, okay? Because for example, when, okay, so you have SXPs that that are emanating from every vessel. 
So even this cup, it's emanating right now SXP. It's emanating what does it feel like to be a cup right now in this environment, in this time, in this day. It's emanating. It's not just like a, oh, a clay, a bunch of clay from the earth that was taken and glazed and da da da. It's actually an alive organism. This thing is alive as well. So everything is emanating SXPs. Now we have number three is the soul of the world. So I see the world, the soul of the world, like you said, this kind of Lila dancing, being becoming uh, fluid, uh, magical, uh, organic, organic and unorganic uh, entity. Okay, which is the soul of the world. Now we have uh, realities. Let's see. I'm trying to see. Maybe I can view it. I'm trying to see if I can view it on my computer. Then, uh, ta -ta -ta, just a second. Okay, great. I can see it now. So now each one of the vessels create a reality. So right now you and I, Atlas, we created a reality together. And the viewers who are with us are actually inside our reality and we are inside their reality. And we're just sharing the same auditorium. That's what we're doing. So we're creating realities all the time. And realities are actually the leading edge, the cutting edge technology of the soul of the world, of the becoming process, of the expansion. How, how come everything is always expanding? Where is it going? And how is it so different from each other all the time? It's because of this technology of creating reality. So reality creation and reality experiencing is actually a technology that the soul of the world and the universe is using in order to evolve. Just a second. Okay. Now, uh, mm. we have, okay, mm. now we have the now. Sorry? Would, one of, would one of the ways to, to share that also be something like that this so the one the one infinite intelligence uses souls to uh, experience the realities the one infinite intelligence uses souls Okay, to so look, realities. The, the one infinite intelligence is a soul in it for itself. So, so <laughs> when, when we talk that we are all one, because we are made of the primordial, we are made of the essential, we are made of souls, we are made of vessels, we are made of particles of experience. And this whole process is emanating almost like a fountain it's emanating, it's, it's, it's arising, it's peaking, and then it dissolves into the primordial. It, we actually are, are, are enriching and expanding the primordial. And this, this one intelligence is actually made of the same substances that we are made of, okay? We are made like, like this one intelligence. So soul is just one aspect of this one becoming intelligence. And, and creating and experiencing realities is a technology, is a way of being and becoming, okay? It's, it's almost like an encapsulated field because see, if we, I mean, I was pondering about it. Why do we need realities? Why do we need, why do we need to encapsulate 
realities and our experiences in a in a in a in kind of an enclosed because if you have an environment and everything in the environment is constantly changing there's no development okay so what we're doing is we're actually creating an encapsulated kind of controlled environment so-called controlled like right now we have a corona reality we have an earth reality we have a country reality okay so this this um reality which is like a space it's like a space that's allow us to experiment and to develop a unique language or unique capacity because see let's say you want to learn english but you keep learning all the languages all the time changing how will you know the language you could learn but it will take you a long time so let's say you want to learn a language to create a reality for learning english you learn you learn the abc ta, 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 and that's how you actually um uh, evolve okay so reality is actually a technology for this let's call it one intelligence or one soul of the world mm -hmm. to evolve and to continue expanding okay yeah so there you go. yeah yeah yes Perfect. yes yeah. great yeah. now we have the now on number five now is this zero point this now right now you and i and all the listeners right now this is the point that connects us to all the realms to infinity this now not th 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 right now this is it this is it no there's nothing we don't need to meditate on mountains or or you know do all these rituals we we just tune in it's about tuning in you tune into the now and through the now uh it's true we have a corona illusion but hey we're all living in this illusion so somebody wrote here andres you're absolutely right Andres. we have a corona illusion but guess what if everybody creates the illusion and everybody enters the illusion then we're all together in this reality illusion it's true it's true okay so okay but i love it i love i love these comments i wish i could comment on them while still talking to you. So the now is this, uh, <laughs> but, but guess what? That's the thing, illusions become realities the more they're populated, okay? If you have a reality, let's say you created an illusion, you created a completely hallucinatory illusion, okay? Illusion, illusion is like, what the hell? It's, it's, there's nothing real about it. There's no monsters, there's no knights, there's no white horses, what are you talking about? Well, if you create an illusion and enough residents and enough visitors go inside this illusion, it becomes a very strong, stable reality. This will happen with Corona, apropos, okay? I'm gonna move it aside. So from the now, we're moving to the essences. So we have 12 essences. These are the 12 essences that influence our, our own reality. And like I mentioned earlier, there's light and darkness, there's uh, the, uh feminine and the masculine aspect of the universe there's love and energy consciousness frequency so all these are the essences exactly great let's go to number seven so i mean i can go each one of them that's part of my webinar but but that's okay so anyway there's a language here so what we're doing right now we're starting to establish the cosmology now i'm saying this because a part of what i teach is how a person can actually build and create their own cosmology because what the world right now needs is people like you, Atlas, and people like all our viewers to start articulating their cosmologies, articulating them in any way, shape, or form. Because when you articulate a cosmology, you can share it among your peers. And when you can share, you create a collective intelligence 
that is much stronger together. So what we're doing right now, we're literally introducing um, the elements that build the insomnia cosmology. And trust me, if you sit down and you have all the knowledge that you got, you can actually put it in a cosmology and then, the, and then this cosmology becomes a living organism in it for itself. And then it, it informs my cosmology, it informs our friends' cosmologies, and then together they evolve. Now, understanding and evolving cosmologies will really help us decipher the code, the process, and the structure of reality, okay? So reality will not just reveal itself, it needs a language, it needs a vessel. Remember we started the whole presentation with a vessel, that if something does not have a vessel, it cannot evolve, and if something doesn't create a reality, it does not evolve. So cosmology is one way of reality understanding itself. And when many cosmologies, imagine, imagine a million cosmologies coming together, talking with each other, we'll have a really better understanding of the elephant, of this intelligence, divine intelligence we're talking about. Okay, so we have the, the essences, that are the 12 essences that, that emanated. After that, what do we have here? I'm, I'm gonna just uh, glance through them because there's so much there. Uh, so these are kind of the fundamental language. It's like the ABC of insolvent cosmology. So we have the, uh, yes, these are the five realms we talked about earlier, primordial, essential, soulful, vessel, and particles of experience. And this is how it's continuously emanating. Okay, so these particles are continuously emanating. Right now, this is what you're doing from your little chair in Amsterdam. This is what you're doing. You're emanating particles of experiences, okay? And this is how you're actually expanding the realities around you. So uh, I'm gonna just look here. There's entrainment. So the whole fabric of reality is entrained. This is why it's non-local, non-temporal. The whole fabric. The whole fabric is emerging. There's a torus shape to it. There's primary influences. There's the nested structure to reality. So the same way your body, Atlas, if I'm going too fast, too much, tell me, I'm going to slow down. As you can see, I'm, I get excited. So if I, I need to slow down, just let me know, okay? Feeling, um, feeling really good about the pace, yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome. So, so there, is, there are primary influencers on our reality. The reality is nested. So if you look at your body, for example, you say, well, I'm, I'm kind of a bag of bones with muscles, with heart, with organs. But then the more you go down, 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 it's all nested. So basically, there's the macro, then there's the, the tissues, then there are the organs, the cells. The cells has a micro. So basically, all of reality is, is nested. And this happens at all levels, which is fascinating. Because what happens with nested reality they also apparently are supporting evolution of reality technology. Because when things are nested, it's almost like included transcend. So you are able to actually include and transcend everything you have in your body and become more. So this is kind of that nature. And when realities develop this way versus develop in a different configuration, th this is a much um, more efficient way to develop realities when they're nested. Okay, so realities are nested. Everything has a perspective. I'm going to 13. Everything has a perspective. So everything we're talking about, there's somebody who is saying, mm -hmm, okay, let me look what's going on here. There's a perspective. Perspective not only seeing, but truly having a lens on something, okay? Um, when your SXPs are rippling, they leave trails behind. 
almost like effervescence. Like think about it, a lady comes in or a gentleman comes in with a beautiful cologne, natural organic cologne with like a beautiful lemon. And when he leaves the room, when he leaves the room, there's like ripples that he leaves behind. Ripples of his, of his essence, of his SXPs, okay? A person who's sensitive enough, and I, I talk about the, the futuristic technologies that will be able to detect SXPs, we're very far from there, but it's possible. You actually are able to detect the ripples that every person, that everything leaves behind. And this is actually how clairvoyant, clairsentient, seers, that's what they see. They see all the ripples and the trails that vessels leave behind, okay? So you have ripples, then you have SXP cosmic dust that's flowing through us. You have a reality landscape. This is, we were talking earlier about the landscape. Every reality leaves a landscape. That's amazing because see, let's say we had a corona reality right now, a, a corona illusion, okay? And um, 20 years from now in 2040, the corona would have left a reality landscape imprinting on our collective psyche, on our physicality, on our experiences. So there's always a landscape that's left. Because we are in dimension of time and space, that's part of the essences, because time and space are, are elemental here, there's always a landscape. And the landscape can be revisited. And this is how you can go far back and far forward, because you can actually visit landscapes. Because things leave landscapes, realities leave landscapes behind, okay? So the, the corona reality, even though it will be like, oh, far gone, we're not thinking about it. Actually, there's a landscape that's already imprinted in the collective field, both the physical, emotional, trauma field, all the, all the fields that we are, we are alive in, okay? So this is the, uh, the landscape. Uh, we, we talked about cosmic dust. There's also a cosmic wave. Uh, there's a reality landscape fabric. So not only that there's a, there's a landscape, there's also a fabric. The, every landscape has a fabric. And guess what? The fabric is changing. So Corona, for example, in 2040, when we go and revisit, let's say we have unique eyes that can see the Corona reality, we can actually see the fabric and how it changes. Now, the fabric itself will change based on our 20 years experiences that we're going to have, okay? So every reality has a landscape and has a fabric. Uh, every reality, now I'm going to the next uh, aspect of the, the insolment, which is the sensorium. So what is so unique about a vessel is that every vessel is a unique development of sensorium, unique set of sensorium. Now, for example, when we develop an eye, let's say in, like in this sensorium, an eye or an ear, our eyes enter a dimension of all eyes in all dimensions everywhere. So a frog eyes with your eyes, with uh, an ant eyes, all this is the sensorium level that, that is created. <laughs> yeah, comments here, I'm laughing. So, so no, it's, it's so okay. Good. Um, it's so good. Yeah, I love it. It's so good. So, yeah, look, it's so, so on point. Yeah. So, so um, Atlas, what happened? Your ability to see. The minute you develop a vessel, because see, you are a vessel, but you also are made of of uh, nested vessels. Okay. So your ability to see is actually a unique vessel that your uh, both 
your personal and, and our collective humanity developed, but also all other species have developed ways of seeing. Also deep sea creatures, they have developed way, developed way of seeing. This ability to see and to receive impulses is a realm, is a whole, re is a whole realm that I call in sensorium. Sensorium is really critical because through sensorium, we understand our perspective and our perception, okay? But this, this is why biomimicry works so well, okay? Because they're looking at a lizard and they're like, how come she's upside down and she's still stuck to the, to the ceiling? How can she do that? How, what, what suck, sucking um, you know, mechanism that she has on, on, on her legs and feet on her, that allows her? So she develops, she developed a mechanism. So now we can take that capacity, which we don't have as humans, and we can develop a technology. Now I have a big deal, a big conversation about technology here, because I feel what's happening if we're talking about technology, which we haven't really touched this topic at all. There's a huge issue that we are dumbing ourselves down. We are dumbing ourselves down by developing and exporting all of our capacities to machines, okay? Now, I'm not saying we, we cannot go back because there is like an exponential development of technology, but there's a way in which technology and humanity can actually have a, a supportive evolutionary trajectory versus technology is gonna consume humanity. And we're actually gonna become dumber and dumber and dumber, unfortunately. We don't use our navigation system anymore. We use Waze and GPS because we're dumbing ourselves down. We don't know the connection between the sun and the direction anymore. We're just using the technology. And that's that's a whole other conversation that I talk about at the end of the book. Okay, so, um, so network, everything is networked. Everything goes through a life cycle. Everything goes through a life cycle. Nothing stays the same all the time because this is a part of the evolutionary trajectory. So everything goes through a life cycle, arising, peaking, blossoming, and then going to non-existent and comes again. Everything is communicating. So like I mentioned, even the cup right now, you and I are communicating with each other. Now, what's interesting is realities also have a behavior. Realities are also being and organisms. And they tend to aggregate into realms and dimensions, okay? So what's happening is actually reality, let's say the corona reality, for example, aggregate with the healthcare reality, with science and research. So realities tend to aggregate with each other and tend to speak with each other. Realities are entrained, they harmonize and they synchronize because this is, this is a high return on investment in terms of uh, compared to chaotic, unrelated, unentrained, unharmonized, unsynchronized uh, uh, behavior. And then realities have a gravitational pull. So guess what? And this is, I'm going back to the corona. The reason the corona was such a big deal is because in 2020, compared to let's say 2000 or 1950s, we had a whole dimension which is called social media and media in general. And what happened with media, it, it exacerbated this whole phenomena and it created a whole field that's called the corona field and it started pulling people in. So realities have gravitational pull. Technology has gravitational pull. 
science and technology. So basically, all realities that you create have a gravitational pull. The way you could view it, if you look, uh, let's say, I don't know what's what's who's your favorite football, or uh, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not a sports fan, but if you go to a stadium and there's like, let's say, ten thousand NFL, I don't know, think about the energy in that stadium, right? And how much gravitational pull it has. The more a reality has subscribers, the more that reality pulls energies and pull participants in. And this is what happened with the corona. It would not have happened if we would not have developed our social media to this extent. I think it would have been much, much a different experience. Okay, so I'm gonna pause here. Uh, there's so much to tell you. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you wanna go, but there's so much, I'm gonna pause and I'm gonna maybe let you or people ask questions, however you wanna go with it. Wow. Yeah. Damn. That's so rich. Wow. Yeah, because um, I've, I've, I've noticed this about myself as well, is that finding these patterns and then aiming to communicate them through visualizations seems to be one of the best ways to do it. And so while I'm looking at all of these different patterns that you've um, uncovered, and our sharing that I feel so much full resonance um, with them. And so, yeah, specifically, um, so let's see here. Um, this, so first of all, I mean, first of all, by far, I think the one that we most overlook um, is this, um, which mm -hmm. you talked about extensively we're most looking um the fact that we have the power to know um yes. so you're you know you're not a, you're not so much a person with the power to know as you are god or infinity or eternity or the mystery that has the power to know and that's yes. what we share like we share the fact that we are that we are the ultimate we are the absolute with the power to know at in this endless infant creation exploration in reason. And so, and then the way that that um, expresses itself is very, um, it's very fractally and very emergent. So this yes. is uh, probably like the, the second, yeah, profound one. So it's very fractally, it's very emergent. Um, so emergent, emergent sensorium. Um, yes. <laughs> I love it. Yes, yes. I love it. I love it. You see, now look, look what's happening right now. We're just playing, chatting, and your your connection, emergent sensorium, is very powerful. This can be a yeah. whole week of discussion yeah, and yeah. developing it. And this is how cosmologies develop. And this is how their self-knowing intelligent keep expanding and we need to yeah. find ways we need to find ways for reality explorers to share this is this is part of why i'm gravitating to you atlas because me too your perspective this perspective imagine us creating something with all this wisdom oh my god it's so powerful i know yeah 
Yeah. We keep, we keep being, um, I keep getting these notifications from my other, like really high level, um, awakened, um, Natalie, you're, uh, by the way, this video went off just for a second. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to put it back. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, um, Atlas, what, what did you say? No, it's just I'm getting so many of these uh, messages from my other high-level awakened friends from all these different angles that are saying things like, um, oh, you and your powerful networks um, – well, you guys are for sure going to start like mystery school or non-dual school or um, synthesizing science and spirituality school, um, synthesizing mysticism and, and quantum physics, you know. And um, and so it's, it's really exciting that um, like what you just described, because it, it's totally feeling like it, like this, the ensoulment symbols legend, um, the um, the like the further um, distillation of this into like virtual reality pedagogy for five-year-olds. Um, and yeah, yeah. Mm, stuff nice. like that. Yeah. Oh, we, have, we, have, we have a lot of beautiful things like this cooking and it's just, it's feeling really good. And we have, you yeah, know, very, I agree. Like our gravitational pull together is totally for, for this. And um, yeah. yeah, this, it's so cool. This is really well done. I have a feeling like we should probably continue so that we actually yeah, get through a lot of uh, the, the the core. Should we should keep going probably, right? Yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep going to... Why don't you put it on the whole screen? I, I, I don't know why I cannot see it. Can you see it on the whole... I see it. Oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm only seeing exactly. Yeah, because I have to do this picture in picture for it to... I see. Um, okay. To, yeah. To for it to show up bigger, okay. Which and I can, if you, if you want to. Do you want me to keep it like a? Do you want me to keep it? Yeah, like that's this? fine. That's fine. It's, it's just a little harder for us to for the audience to see our faces while we talk. I see. Okay, yeah. why don't you go to slide number five? Oh, you want me to go to five? Okay. Yes. All right, I so mean, there's so two. much to cover here. It can take us yep. a long time. Yes, this we could, but. Cosmic yeah. archetypal influencers. Yep, cool. Cool. All right. So now five. Okay, the here we go. Cosmology so, overview. Yes, this is the overview. So okay. look, remember we talked about. Um, So the way the way it is encoded in our DNA of time and space, there's a now. In the center, there's a now. Then anything underneath it is almost like primordial potentiality before becoming. It's a background. I mean, if, if you want to to you can you can place the image as you wish. Um, so the whole cosmology is actually talking about in this moment, you have a forefront conscious and you have a forefront unconscious. You have a background unconscious and a background conscious. And all this is keep flowing through. Now this big wave is the soul of the world and it's flowing through us. Now every vessel creates a reality and every vessel has a perspective. 
Okay, so this is basically what's happening right now, as we speak. Now, if the, the soul of the world is the totality of all vessels in all times and all spaces and dimensions that have ever differentiated, that's the soul of the world. That's this intelligent being that you were, you were referring to. Okay. Oh, interesting. So, so it, it was feeling like I was about to sneeze. Um, so on the, on the left side, um, here, so this like soul of the world is this sort of, um, one infinite intelligence, one infinite creator and that, um, and then out of this, um, total primordial potentiality, nothingness. We have a um, um, we have an an actualization of, of of perspective, a vessel perspective reality, like vessel perspective reality, and um, and then that um, is it's in a constant dynamic dance um, with itself with the other. Um, uh, vessel perspective realities. Yes. And, yeah. Okay. And then that's this one infinite intelligence sw swimming, dancing, waving with itself, interpenetrating yes. itself. Exactly. Cool. I love that. That's great. This is a cool way to visualize it. Yes. Now, now, not only that every vessel creates a reality, every vessel has a perspective, and every vessel is emanating particles of experience ongoing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so then that was interesting. So then um, the vessel has perspective, reality, and particles of experience. So not only is onto this, um, onto this emptiness this like empty cognizance of mind, nature um, is particles of experience dancing there, yes. but also then how my like vessel perspective reality interacts with other vessel perspective reality, then that creates particle of experience for their, in their empty cognizance. Yeah. Yes, the, exactly. It's the reason you're always emanating particles of experience is because this whole thing is always in movement and the, it's, the whole thing is always in relationship. All the time it's, it's having experiences. If everything would have been still and everything would have been completely silent and still and no movement, there's no, there's no differentiated experience. There's no interaction. There's no relational. Everything is just is, okay? But the moment now this whole soul of the world and all the vessels... Are, are always evolving and changing and relating to other vessels. And their relationship is, is, is creating an experience inside you. Like your, our experience of this, this conversation is different than another person you talked with yesterday because you have different vessel with a different perspective, with a different reality. Okay? Yeah. So yeah. that's what creates the, the variety. And this is actually how the universe expands through particles of experiences. These are the real God particles. 
I want to get some more water and then you can move on. Or you can ask me questions. Yes, please. I want to shout out our lovely Andy Bittner. Thank you, brother. <laughs> we love you, brother. Nice. We just got our recent book, What nice. Is I? And mm. um, nice. Yeah. Um, check out the winwinwin.earth also for supporting um, the decentralization and universalization and fractional ownership of regenerative technologies. We just had a great episode mm. with him. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. People are loving the episode. Um, nice. This is awesome. This is awesome. Okay, so, all right, let's continue. Um, all right, so here, um, I, you know, one of the ways that I was feeling into this that I felt would be really relevant to share would be, you know how you had as one of your um, symbols, you had a communication, you had a like neural communication being shown. Um, so basically particles of experience is kind of like the, um, the pollination of like cross pollination of, of yes. all, um, with itself. Um, yes. yeah, great. That's yeah. great. I love that. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. So there's, there's little, like, um, there's these like little air bubbles that are constantly kind of like moving um, yes. and interpenetrating into our like psyches and, yes. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's very yes. good. Cool. I love that. Looks really good. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. So, um, so you so you say that soul of the world is analogous to um, one infinite creator. The one infinite creator includes all the five realms, includes the field of potentiality, includes the essences, the souls, the vessels, their experiences. And think about it on an accumulated level, on an accumulated level, which means since the beginning of time, all the differentiated vessels, all the differentiated waves, all the differentiated experiences and interactions and realities, all of these are the soul of the world. So whatever moved from potentiality to actuality since the inception is this soul of the world. Is this now the intelligent creator, I see it as the whole the 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 whole uh set of processes and emergent phenomena not yeah. only the the one that are actualized but like i said the potentiality as well so cool. the one yeah yeah so so the soul of the world is kind of like the river as it's flowing the soul of the world is all the manifested vessels ever since the inception of this, this journey. 
So there is an inception point. And since that beginning, all the vessels that arose and had experiences, the accumulated vessels, this is the soul of the world. So, of course, it, it's an intelligent creator. Now, you could, you could if, if you would go particularly, we could do an analogy between this cosmology and, let's say, Vedanta or, let's say, other, other uh, perspective and see what is supreme being, what is this, so, and then we can actually map them to, to, to this. But from my perspective, from insolment, the soul of the world is all the ever differentiated vessels, all the actualized vessels, even when they're long gone. Okay, cool, cool. They're still a part of the soul of the world. This is, this is why I talk about a forefront and a background, a conscious and an unconscious. Because let's say what happened 20 million years ago is still reverberating in our reality landscape, even though it's in a, the background of our unconscious, but it's still here. For example, pandemics, the reason they're so scary is because there's, there's in, in the fabric of humanity, there's echoing, echoing landscape of past uh, pandemics and how they wiped out half of the population. And this created a huge trauma activation for the collective that brought that experience over there to here, even though it's really nothing like what it was. Okay, so I'm saying this because the soul of the world <clears throat> is not only what is arising right now and that's what's the cosmic dust that's flowing through us right now. It's all that, all the ever differentiated experiences, landscapes, realities, and vessels. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So there's a, um, there's a little bit of, um, there's some simultaneity with there being like absolute tracelessness, like you were indicating earlier, um, but also with what has been called like the Akashic records before, um, where there is an appearance of there also being like this vehicle, this vessel itself is uh, over a period of not only just billions of years of, of, of this creation design, but also as we hypothesize previous reality and creation designs have been using similar recursive mechanisms like the cell. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Cool. Now, now, Natalie, where do we feel like going next? So this is six. Also, I can change it to this. What do you think is best next out of the let me let me see let me take a look for a moment Excellent. take a look here and then i'll see what uh, significant information okay uh well there's so much to say if you go to number seven you know what let's go i'll, I'll guide you maybe kind of I, I will do some highlights and then you know we can always get back to it so go to number seven oh and interesting you, you also have a you also have like a like a lineage here where you show it's a primordial potentiality to an essential differentiation, soulful yes. vessel, the soul experience, reality, realms and dimension, and then the soul of world actuality wave. 
Yes. Right. Cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, right. I like this uh, emanating soul um, experiences horizontally. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's cool. It's really cool. It's really well done. Thank you. Um, All right, so seven, yeah. Okay. So if we go to number seven, um, what happened with perspective? <clears throat> perspective has to do with some somebody observing something, observing or experiencing something else. And it has to do with the boundary of your sensorium, okay? So a perspective basically has to do with the boundary of your, of your sensorium. If you had really good night sight, then you can actually see things in the dark that most people cannot see. And you can actually see all the SXPs that are emanating from what you're observing. Okay, so this has to do with, so perspective is linked to your sensorium and the SXPs that are, that are uh, arising and dissolving every moment. That's a perspective. <clears throat> now, I'm, I'm trying to see if I want to focus. Okay, let's, let's go to number nine, unless you have questions. Okay, let's see. Uh, well, no, this is quite well, yeah, quite I, simple. I, I really love the questions. I hope we can go back to the questions later. Yeah, yeah, they're so good. I love it. It's yeah, the so vesicle. The, it's a really good tennis. It's really good tennis between us. Yeah, I love it too. It's so nice. Um, yeah, I love the, I love over here. It's just, it's quite um, some, like it's, as uh, people have studied metaphysics, this stuff starts making sense, like yes. that your vessel creates a perspective based on its sensorium. Yes. Um, and so it's pretty, uh, it's pretty cool um, from, you know, can access all scales from nancosmic. Like if you really, if you really tune into it, you can begin um, seeing what's happening on the very, like uh, on the nano level with a sensation that's sort of dancing um, in yes. that empty cognizance, but then you can also feel the entire sensation that is the universe itself. Um, right. So, yeah. So this is great. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll also be able to unpack this more um, over more shows um, as well. So this is yes, slide. I think, I, think I, I don't want to overload, but if me, <laughs> I mean, what? You're doing you're, you're doing so well. You're doing so no, well. No, I don't want to I mean listen, that that's a lot of information and uh maybe we can we can lighten it up, maybe we can look at uh application, maybe we can answer questions. I mean, we could continue. I mean, if you go to number to number 9. Yes, yes. Let's just, let me just take a brief cuz I'm trying to at least scan okay. as we go through so Got it. Okay, you do you do what feels right for you. Qualities and processes. Yep. And then this also relates to those um, beautiful symbols that you were sharing earlier. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So there's uh, nesting, um, forefront, background, present, past, future potentialities, entrainment, uh, aggregation to realms, dimensions, gravitational pull, communication, mirrors cycles arises peaks dissolves 
observation. Yeah, this is this is really good. Um, we didn't get to play on on this uh, too much yet, but uh, we will um, likely soon. But um, okay, so this is because uh, I, I have a feeling that yeah, metamorphosis um, in that uh, arising, peaking, and dissolving is uh, is one of the core symbols of the nature of reality for sure. Right. For sure. Cool. So reality is the vessel's total lived experience field. Nice. Nice. Recorded through its soul experience trails in all scales. Observed by a particular vessel's perspective. Nice. So this, this, uh, this seems to be in a sense where the emptiness dancing. Yeah. Where the little, um, the little sensation is, uh, sensations arise, arising and passing. Um, but are they, you know, one of the, one of the best questions is, are they happening, um, to, uh, a um a doer are they happening to an experiencer are they happening you know or is it just experience is it just manifestation is it just um interpenetration of all um playing with itself and so i i really enjoy that question because it shifts us from um it just shifts us from having a locked in subject um, and like being the subject, the individuated subject, it shifts us from that to being nowhere and everywhere simultaneously. And um, that I, I have a feeling is a, is a core key is that shift um, from being sort of locked in awareness on this personal subjective um, to being nowhere and everywhere, the field itself inter interpenetrating. But why did you want to pull up uh why did you want to pull up nine? Because we're talking here about reality. How we create reality and how we experience reality. And when we understand that the reality is actually all the experiences we're having at all scales, then we can we can navigate and play with it and modulate it. Because see, this is not like I mentioned earlier, a theoretical model alone. This can be actually used. And when you can modulate your reality and you can shift the content of your reality, you can actually start to shift the personal and the relational and the collective reality which I feel is part of the evolutionary impulse. Right now we're just going on a ride and our participation in reality is, uh, is, is very basic. Our participation and our steering of or the unfolding of, and there's a way that we can really become co-creator with the infinite intelligence that you're describing. And in order to do that, we really have to understand the code and the language and the mechanism and the process for reality. Because if we don't do that, it's almost like we can drive a car, 
but we cannot actually build a car or create a better car, okay? Um, somebody else created our, our, our cars. Somebody else created our cars or it, and, they, and they're giving it to us and we know where to get it from. But the, I believe the, the next evol evolutionary impulse, collective evolutionary impulse, is for us to truly understand the fundamental, not only of the nature of reality and of a theory of everything, but how our experience and our reality comes into being and then start influencing it. Because otherwise we're just um, going on a ride and uh, most of the time there, there are cosmic adjustments to this human experiment on, the, on this planet. So there's a lot of cosmic intervention from many, many levels and realms. But uh, there's a call here to mature, to wake up, to truly wake up and truly understand the, the fundamental principles, the fundamental processes, the fundamental structure. And through this, to inform our next evolutionary unfolding, which right now we're just going on a ride and hoping it's going to be fine. So part of uh, this seems yeah. like, part of this really seems like the shift from the victim to the creator. It seems like the okay. shift from just being, just being the, in, in the vessel, just I'm in the vessel, to I'm literally the vibratory infinitude that is creative, like with a stylus, with my will, with my awareness, with my choice. And yes. so, um, so that's, that's really beautiful. All right, cool. Cool. So that's nine. Um, how realities interact is 10. Um, yeah. Do you want to, do you want to look at where to go next? Yes. Let me take a look. Okay. And I'll make this picture in picture for people to see. Again, influence. I love the graphic for influence. It's so good. Nesting, aggregation, weaving. Mm, mm, mm. This one's so good. It's all about that inner penetration and influence. And God, this one's so good. Okay. The actualization of primordial potential. Superpositioning. I'm going to let you choose. I'm going to let you choose. Just, okay, just cool. scroll down Sounds... and just feel. And I will. You know, also, if, if you're curious about anything, if you're curious about um, because I look, we've been, we've been sharing this for about an hour and a half. It's it's a lot. I I, I feel like no, I, we, I love we you so much, Natalie. I love you so much. You're such a sweetheart. I love you. I love you. Thank you. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't express enough. Just love for you. You're you're so on point. Yeah, you're so on point. Thank you. Nice. You're really, I, and I love how you felt into the field a second ago and you were just like, well, why don't you keep looking and then you feel slowly and then share with me where you want to go next. It's such a perfect way to, to take us into the next step, I feel. All right. So let's see what comes up here. 
<clears throat> and we'll probably go for about 30 more minutes or so exploring. Interesting, a sentient organism field. Ooh, gosh, I love that. Right there, guys. Sentient organism field. You know, one of the ways that I've been sharing this, and let's see how this plays with you. One of the ways that I've been sharing this with our audience um, also has been just a shift in the perspective. This will play really well with the sentient organism field, just shifting the perspective more to like abiogenesis or cosmogenesis itself. So being that sentient organism field itself, the whole thing itself, dancing, playing, interpenetrating. Yeah, cool. Natalie's just like, mm. She's like mm. yes, I'm just like feeling into it. <laughs> cool. Cool. Because see, it's it's all about the perspective. So when you zoom out, you become this whole organism. You zoom in, you become the little ant, the little beetle, the little sand grain of sand. So you can play. This is how powerful we are. We can play with all of that now. It's nice to go on a ride, but what I'm saying is, I believe humanity is is the the the, the future. I don't know. I'm 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 a, I'm a optimistic at heart, but I'm a little bit concerned with where humanity is going. Okay, with the transhuman movement and all this stuff that we're exporting all these magnificent magnificent capacities we're exporting all of it to machines and then expecting them to tell us turn left turn right do this so my concern is that this ability to zoom in to zoom out to become the soul of the world to become the the little grain of sand to observe to go all the way to the primordial go all the way to the future you can actually go 200 years into the future right now and you can observe all the possibilities that are possible for humanity in 2,220, okay? We can do that. But because not enough people are playing with these capacities, it's like not enough people are refining their psychic capacities, then we're just dumbing and numbing. We're dumbing and numbing this unbelievable vessel that we are. And now we are at a point in our evolution that we are self-aware and we have created a technology that externalized all of the data and the information that humanity collectively is, is, is gathering. Okay, we have the internet and we have the social media and we have, so we have this kind of mirror that's telling us, look at all this knowledge. Okay, and the question is, how do we take it back and how do we, it's not really taking the rain back, like the, the, the rain of the horse, because there's a huge cosmic flow that we're only a, a a, 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 a part of it but we're also because we are also the soul of the world we have a huge power and a huge huge potentiality okay so my inquiry here 
is where is humanity going? Where are we evolving into? Who are we becoming truly as a species? And this, this atlas is not only a theoretical model, it's a psychological model. It's a relational model. It's an intimate model. It, it, it has to include all these relational aspects between us in order to create something that's greater for humanity. Yeah, and, and everything that you're talking about is also really important because what, what we're currently architecting with artificial intelligence and robotics and biotech and neurotech and all of that is a direct mirror of our consciousness. So if you feel separation, if you feel ego, if you feel lack, if you feel un unworthiness or unwholeness or seeking validation externally and all these types of things, you're going to build robots and AIs that mimic your level of consciousness. So, um, so the, whole, the whole game is to um, up-level the density of awareness, love, light, so that you're more, more saturated with spiritual gnosis, knowledge, or mass. And then as you feel more of the one infinite creator, then everything you do into the field is automatically going to be of the highest caliber expression. And then right. the field right. itself, all those architectures will then help serve the rest of society having increases. And so the archi architectures and awakening cyclically feed back into each other. Um, so, so if, if even before um, potentially AI and robots and bio neurotech, et cetera, um, would be um, fulfilling, meeting the basic needs of people worldwide, um, they can happen simultaneously. It doesn't have to be one following the other, but that you can, you can guarantee that um, by filling the basic needs of people worldwide, that then they'll be able to pass more of their time kind of increasing their metacognition, becoming aware of awareness, aware of their thinking processes versus being um, primal and limbic and all that kind of stuff. And then... Um, and then uh, with the, and that'll naturally unfold a more harmonious AI robotics next 10, 20, 20 years. But I'm glad that you said that you also wrote that into the, into the end of the, the book yes. as well. I'm, because I am concerned. I am concerned. Like I mentioned, I feel there has to be a very thought through relationship with technology because with the level of intervention that we're uh, we're inserting patches of updating our you know m you know all the, the these vaccines and all this i mean we're entering into a very very highly sophisticated organisms and we're inserting updates we're thinking we're like a software and hardware and entering and injecting humanity with nanoparticles with uh, devices. I see this as a great risk, great risk for uh, this human experiment. And I'm concerned about it. I'm, look, we cannot stop technology. Technology is not going to stop. It's already have, it's unleashed itself. But the question is, 
what is the right relationship with humanity. Exactly. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so great. Soul includes the totality of all actualized essences, souls, vessels, soul experiences, and realities. Okay, cool. Gosh, this reminds me so much of high level perception. It's awesome. So, soulful realm, vessel realm. Realities realm, nice. Okay, cool. So, so is there almost a um, a primordial potentiality level here? Um, the twelve essences sort of in a do the twelve essences sort of give rise to the the kind of the the soul's experience and the reality? We are made of these essences. The essences are the cool. Cool. first archetypal initial waves that differentiated from the primordial. They are the first, first great, great, great grandparents of everything that arose. So we are made of the essences. So to answer your question, yes, because we are okay. made of this. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So, so the, the 12 um, primordial essences um, that that the the mixture the mixture of them is what sort of goes from potentiality to actuality in the reality in the soul experience. Okay. okay, so look, the moment something started to move from the primordial, the primordial is a field of potentiality with no actuality whatsoever. There's no actuality, there's no movement, there's nothing there. It's all potentiality. It's the infinite source, infinite field. The minute there was a movement, any kind of movement, boom, actuality. Any movement mm -hmm. in any direction, it's actuality. It happens so the 12 essences were the first ones to move. Okay? Move, differentiate, and exploring, and interact. So that movement birthed the souls the soul know how to create their vessels and the vessels know how to have experiences and how to have realities this knowing of course is is an evolutionary knowing it's not just you it's it happened and evolved throughout time and throughout the unfoldment of the cosmos but the ability to create realities and the abilities to have experiences, like I mentioned, this is the most advanced technology that we have right now. Of course what it happened? is. Of course it is. What happened? Is. Yeah, can you hear me? Now I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh, of course it is. Um, of course it is. Like, you see, this is the thing is that we're not thinking big enough we're not we're not imagining big enough because if we did we would recognize that the coolest technology by far that exists is universe design yeah. is to design universes yeah. and then to have and then designing vessels yes. soul vehicles yes. um, for experience yes it's so you got it. it's unbelievable it's unbelievable it's unbelievable it's so mind-blowing it's, it is, 
it is like it 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 makes you feel like a child uh, with mm. your innocence and play but then it also makes you feel like a grandmother or grandfather like a sage with wisdom yes, yes. at the same time yeah that's right it's so this is how we started remember i told you about the little yes. girl and, and the old wise. Yes. It's exactly you right. You, you got it. it. Yes, you, you got it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah, you got it. I love it. I love you. That's so good. <laughs> so good. Okay, cool. Let's let's keep. I love you. Let's keep going. Let's see what else comes up in the next like twenty minutes or so. Let's see. All right. Cool. Okay, so these are the qualities and processes of soul experience. Ooh, flickers so of, in and of out. Each, each particle, each SXP are the particles. Okay, yes. Yeah. So, so SXP is the soul experience particle. Yes, it's soul particles of experience, exactly. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, this is so good. And especially, it's so fascinating because the more that we surround ourselves with like more awake or more enlightened beings that we recognize that they have these qualities, that they, they not only have these qualities, they emanate these qualities, or like mm -hmm. you say, they, they ripple these qualities mm -hmm. where you can really feel... Um, you can feel the field around them being more um, peace, uh, love, uh, potentiality. You can feel their sensitivity to the flickering in and out is yes. the highest. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's so good. Okay. I love that. Whoa. Okay, interesting. So then the zero point center would be sort of this empty cognizance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Exactly. Cool. And then the qualia is what appears and disappears in the empty cognizance. Can you repeat that last sentence? The quality, the sorry, the qualia, qualia would yes. the qualia would be what appears and disappears in this empty cognizance. The qualia is the transient content of your experience in this moment, and perfect. it appears and disappears. It flickers in and out exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Whoa. Interesting. So the so the soul particles of experience carry information about what it's like for its vessel to be here now, to exist, to experience its I amness. Yeah. That's such a good way to put it. Wow.
So your your unique um, individuated um, what it's like to be you now, um, your I amness at the individuated level because it's all nested so that you can then also explode that out to this universal great I amness or at the very tiniest little part particle of experience level as well. But your general individuated I amness is um, moment to moment being informed by the particles of experience, soul particle experience. Yes, exactly. Cool. That's great. That's great. So, so there's this like empty cognizant I amness that then is what has the the soul particle of experience of drinking water. Yes. Yes. That's water. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's great. So, so, <clears throat> so what we share is the empty, cognizant, individuated I amness, and then it gets a unique particle, soul particle of experience of your, you know, your unique, your phone, when it gets its little modulation of, you know, Natalie's going to get a different um, message than Atlas will um, from a different friend. And so that's your unique little, um, yeah. and that's why Natalie's costume character looks a different way than Atlas than yours does you know? right. yes this is a great point you're making oh my god this is really important what you just said good because, good, good. because wow this is big <clears throat> this is so important what you just said so a set of experiences you will have repeated experiences or variants of repeated experiences you will have eventually will will shape the becoming of the vessel so let's say right now you're emanating 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 atlas is emanating natalie's emanating repeated experiences emanating let's say you're just really really happy that repeated happiness experience or contentment or peace or joy will actually stabilizes and reform your vessel. This is why when you see a person that had a really hard year or hard time and you look at them, it's like, wow, they lost so much weight, they lost their hair, they look so, their face is fallen because all the experiences they've had and all the SXPs they radiated have impacted their vessel, their overall vessel so this is really critical information that particles of experiences that they're, they're not just momentary arising because a repeated stream of continuous uh flow of experiences will actually shape the vessel will literally shape the vessel will literally shape the lines on your face if they're going to be lifted or, or fallen or so this is how critical experiences are now <clears throat> Your experiences are so important that they're really shaping your vessel, your physical, emotional, psychological, relational, uh, collective vessel. Okay? For example, the corona, uh, uh, we're talking about it because it's, it's an it's a illusionary phenomena that happened in, on this, in this reality. The, the, the corona has impacted our collective significantly. 
look how much impact it had. And we can list all the, the impacts, okay? Now, so what the corona experience, because guess what? There's not only a personal experience, there's a collective experience. So the collective experience of the corona has shaped and created dents and created shapes and movement and landscape in the in humanity's collective field so you don't have only a personal experience you have a relational experience you have a collective experience then you have humanity humanity as an organism has been shaped by the experiences of this last year okay so experience is critical to everything we see around us so if we know that experience is so fundamental to reality then how do we design, influence, experiences in a way that is pro-humanity, pro-earth, pro-evolution? That's the question. And people like you and I, and people like our audience, and all the cosmologists, the reality explorers, unite, unite to say, hey, what are we going to do with all this knowledge? I mean, knowledge in it for itself is really nice. What interests me <clears throat> is how it can be used. This is why I started the conversation with saying, if I'm not going to test all these diagrams with real cases and see the real difference where it's actually happening, then it's, it's, it's a nice theoretical physics, theoretical philosophy. But for me, what's, what's interesting is the evolutionary trajectory of humanity and the Earth. That's <clears> why you I have care very much about The clinic and the applicability mm -hmm. and the immediacy of these practical tools to support evolution and awakening. Yeah, totally. Yes, yes. Evolution and awakening yeah. now, not in 20 years. Now, now, today. Yep. It's time. So, it's time. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, That's great. That's great. So in a sense, it's like a... Um, it's almost like a coloring, if you would. It's like a coloring, the the soul particle of experience, it kind of colors, shapes um, the soul itself as well um, yes. in its process. So, so the, yes. the, the, the empty cognizance or the boundless space or the um, itself, the actual... Um, the actual emptiness itself, it's not like that gets um, colored, but the emanation of that, which is the soul, the, the fractal individuation across its lifetimes of exploration over time. That's why I can't do anything else but this. And likely neither can Natalie anymore. We can't do anything right. else. We've we found exactly what is our unique blueprint calling and we remembered it. And now there's nothing to do but this. And so, that's right. um, yeah, so that's why um, now whatever our soul is getting colored or picking up with energetically in this, all of the SXPs in this um, creation, in this reality, now we then go on, we go onward into the next, you know, when you look at the collective that you're going to incarnate onto next, um, mm -hmm. you're going to carry with you all of this to um, the essence of this for you to then um, bring forth into all of the next little simulators. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
So it's good. Okay, we have ten. We have ten more. I want to look at. Um, I actually want to look at them as many of them as we can. So, um, okay. So remember, we said that everything is relational. Everything relates to each other. Nothing is just in a vacuum. So this is showing you the relational dynamics between everything, between experiences, vessels, realities, cosmologies, at all scales. They're always okay, related wait, I, with each other. I, I, and I have a question. Would you say that? Um, would you say that the the sole particle of experience does each SXP? Does each one have its own like signature or like shape or uh, um, vibration or energy? Yes, 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 yes. That's really cool. So, it's, so, so an SXP, an SXP can be um, both um, like coherent or harmonious, like peace, yes. love, yeah. um, or it can be uh, dissonant and uh, yes. disharmony. Um, it yes. can be anger and aggression and, and mm -hmm. frustration and um, extraction and manipulation. So then that yes. carries a different signature to it, a different. Yeah, exactly, cool. exactly. And it happens at all levels, Atlas. It happens at your physical level, emotional level, collective level, city level. When you come to a city, like, you know, when I was traveling, you you come to a new city all of a sudden you feel the energy is so different than the than the previous town <clears throat> because yeah. all the particles of experience of that city these these particles of experience they're unique to this city um and they're, they're that's cool yeah, they're, they're, it's it's and once you become sensitive to all these elements it's incredible it's incredible you you just are fully alive and fully connected to everything that moves and everything that is still around you it's it's an yeah. exhilarating experience truly i love that so you're fully alive and connected and still yeah which is really interesting so then you're you're both in this stillness of movement like nirvana and yet at the same time you're fully alive and awake in the field of of play that's happening yes that's right yeah I love that. Oh, that's so beautiful. beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. So the vessel qualities and processes as well. Okay. Nice. Okay. Beautiful. I love it. A stable carrier of experiences. That's great. Cool. Okay. Um, unique, stable arrangement of experiences. Nice. Yeah, I actually am starting to, I think I'm starting to also understand um, this down here a little bit better. So Almost as though, um, like, only, you know, when, like, sort of in neuroscience as well, we've done those studies with when um, something that is in, in unconscious around whether you're going to order, like, tea or coffee or press the 
the green or the blue button, um, then only the individuation becomes conscious or aware. It only then shows up in the forefront. Um, mm-hmm. And then, and then boom, it goes, does that, that dissolves you, the T choice dissolves. And then there's another moment of that sort of unconscious, uh, what is the next arising, um, yes. without, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Interesting. Um, cool. Yep. So much nesting. Okay. So this is the vessel sensorium. Information, thoughts, and ideas, desires, heat, pleasure, and pain, pressure, light, feeling, sound, taste, hearing, sight, touch, smell, scent, and movement. Oh, that's great. Okay, so stimulus, the vessel registers it, processes and forms pathways, develops sensory organs and individually and collectively, and then sensory organ is optimized, and then stimulus. Yep. Cool. Nice. This is great. I love the vessel sensorium. Humanity and technology. Nice. What is the there? Yeah, this is what you were saying. What is the right relationship between the alive sentient organism and the algorithmic machine? Yes. What is the right relationship between sentience and AI? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Cool. And uh, and basically, if there's not within um, every single one of these major organizations needs to have um, the uh, a, a person talking to the uh, the AI development team about this exact question. Right. right. It's perfect. Okay, humanity and technology. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. Okay. The synergy, yep, to be a super organism. God, this is such a good... <clears throat> Where the fuck did you get this fucking? But this is what we're doing. Do you understand that this is what we're doing right now? This is what we're doing. We're going in with nano. It's like it's better, yeah, yeah. This and and yeah. I don't know. For me, it's 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 terrifying. I'm sorry. It's terrifying because the people and the organizations that are building it, they don't have this deep, long-term Awakening. view. And awakens, yeah. And awakened, and awakened. They don't have it, so they're just building something to fix something. Let, yeah. let me just fix this mRNA, mRNA. I mean, let me just do that. I mean, what is the implication? So my concern is that how can we create these awakened Earth and humanity that is growing at a faster rate or at least always ahead of the game compared to the technological capacities. And I'm, I, yeah. I don't know. This is a question that needs to be addressed. That's great. Yeah. This has to do with time. This is still in development. These last few slides, it's the last part of the book. It's still being developed. 
but time is a big, big mystery as well. I love it. Yeah. I love it. the illusion mystery of it. I love it. Yeah. It's so cute. It's like, it's such a fun, it's like one of the cutest ones is, is the illusion mystery um, uh, apparent actuality of time. Cause you can't, you can call it an illusion and everything's eternal and infinite, but then you can also say that it's, absolutely totally in the relative the most important thing is impermanence impermanence is like the most important thing in creation um so it's the simultaneity of of permanence and impermanence which is so fascinating and time time is the essence of the impermanence which is so cool right beautiful beautiful so Mm. cool Got it. So cool. Uh, we so cool. Okay. Um, my gosh. So so. Um, okay. Let's see if I can say this another way. Okay. Um, so. Um, that which looks um, when it's been totally, fully recognized um, is a permanent. It's permanent. It's eternal. Um, and then um, that which is one layer from that which looks like the like the total formlessness of the comprehend ability to comprehend um, one layer it like you could say is like the first tastes of your character right right the atlas and natalie character the first layer in um, that is absolutely impermanent mm-hmm. right yeah and so that's beautiful. where the play the play happens right there um, exactly yeah, beautiful mm, love so it cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. God, we're we're gonna be such good friends now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are already. We are already. It's so yeah. so meant to be. It's so great. Okay, let's uh, let's keep let's keep playing here. We have we have three more to look at. So all of these are still in development. You were saying in okay. finalization. Yes. yes. Cool. Time is so tricky. It's so tricky. Time was very, very tricky. It's still all draft. Like, what is time? What is time? What is time? It's 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 very tricky. And how is it linked to this whole model? <laughs> Ooh, yes. What what is um what is the V um X S X P T? What is this acronym? V, it's a vessel experience of time. The vessel experience oh, of time. Oh, cool. Got it. Got it. So, because, for, for example, yeah. your experience of time yeah. is different than somebody else. Okay. Oh, cool. Cool. I see. So, what is your experience of time? How does a vessel experience time differently? And why is it different? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Based on its level of realization, we could say. Yes. Yeah. Cool. The vessel experiences time differently based on realization, which, 
which which in a big extent um the vessel experiencing time differently based on realization is also the um the vessel the way it experiences creation is based on its level of realization correct wow that's great great okay so then there's that and then reality components and then the vessel particle of experience qualia gosh this is so cool oh my gosh <clears throat> Wow. Wow. What a journey. Whew. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So I would like to share with everyone that the links in the bio to um, both Natalie's website. Um, so you can find nataliezetuni.com. Also the link to Insolment. It's insolment.info. Um, go and check those links out. Go and support her there. You can um, also find um, the first volume as well of Insolment. And then this uh, second version of Insolment, Get Excited, will be coming out by the end of the year. And so support her and support um, her, the continuation of her like independence and artistic expression um, with being able to do this. And um, also, if the video brought you value, give it a like, help the algorithm out, subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. Also, um, share the video with other people that you feel like would find this synthesis and distillation very interesting. And also comment below with your thoughts on insolment. Um, we would love to hear your your thoughts on this. Um, your your resonances with it um, as well. The, the patterns that were discussed, that were synthesized and distilled. Um, we would love, love, love to hear from you. And... That is that is all. Um, yeah, Natalie, thank you for Great. joining thank us on you. the show. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for the beautiful curiosity and diligence and uh, perfectionism. It's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, you were such a fun guest and such mm -hmm. a beautiful friendship for us. And, yeah, I'm so it's excited. It's the beginning. It's yes, the beginning of the new friendship. Thank you. Is. yeah amen thank you, thank you, thank you. okay cool let's um let's uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna uh end the stream and we'll just stay in the studio for a quick minute okay okay sure. all right thank you everyone thank you love. thank you bye bye